Welcome, everybody, back to the Game Ball Podcast. I am your host, Mark, um, and we, sorry we've uh, been MIA uh, for a couple weeks here, but uh, we have all been part of Sick Gang Gang, um, so uh, merch coming soon. So, um, yeah, I think we finally all got together here, um, and officially Tom and Jen are out of Sick Gang Gang, and, Thank God. Uh, <laughs> and they are here today. Um, so we can actually do a podcast and not, um, piece it together. I think it was a lot easier to stay on this schedule and it also allowed me to beat hi-fi rush in between. So, um, without further ado, uh, Jen, uh, did you play anything while you were down and out? So I didn't play as much as one would expect me to have time to play because I felt so like such garbage for most of it. Um, but in the time that we, you know, haven't been together on this podcast, um, I'm still playing dead by daylight. Uh, I am currently almost at red rank or red grade, red grade, whatever, uh, which is uh, iridescent, the highest you could be or the lowest you could be depending on how you want to explain it. But uh, it's been a grind. It's been fun. I'm loving Dead by Daylight again, um, which is nice. Back they, on again? Yep, back on again. <laughs> I've been again. Yeah, I've been pretty good with Dead by Daylight now. I think I want to say since like right before Halloween. Um, but I was just talking to someone the other day, and they were saying, you know, oh, I haven't been, you know, playing for so long, and it's nice to be back. I was like, you know, sometimes this game it just gets so frustrating that you have to take a break <laughs> for your sanity. Yeah. For whatever reason, if you stop having fun, take a break. Um, so it's been fun. They're still trying to make balance changes in the game. So, um, a while back they went through a big clump of perks and they nerfed and buffed some things to make them either, you know, better for one side or the other, or, you know, take away some of the extra strong perks that people were complaining about. So they just announced they're, um, nerfing a killer perk called eruption, which, has been pretty much in every single killer's uh, loadout because it's so powerful. And they're actually making it a little bit weaker, and they're also making a survivor perk stronger. I'm not used to this shift in survivors getting the the uh, positive outcome in the changes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of nice, but also I use Eruption as killer. So I'm like, eh, I guess, I guess it is what it is. Um, but people are very upset where um, if you go on Twitter, eruption is currently trending. And that's why if you were just looking at it and you're like, what the heck does this mean? That's why um, it would suck if there was like a real eruption somewhere. Right. And it got buried. <laughs> it got buried because of all the, yeah. <laughs> the angry some, some volcano erupted in like the Philippines or something. Right. And then people are like dead by daylight eruption. That would be unfortunate. Um. But yeah, nothing super new there. Uh, Phasmo, still amazing. Nothing new. Um, Ark, kind of just dabbling in Ark every once in a while. I don't know if I mentioned this the last time that we were on together, but um, I found a way to fully automate my little base area in Ark. There's a That's dinosaur. The yeah, there's a dinosaur called a gotcha. Obviously, it's it's fake. It's one of their fantasy ones. Um, and oh. the gotcha, like a gotcha pond, it eats something and then it poops out a crystal. <laughs> and then you crack the crystal and you get something from the crystal. Like, um, 
metal or wood or gems or element, like all this stuff. And all of these things can be used to build or fuel other parts of your base. So the gotchas all can produce, I don't know if it's four or five different things. You could set it to random or you could pick four or five different things for them to produce every time they poop out a crystal. But each gotcha also has a chance of producing really rare things and really powerful things. So you can keep breeding the gotchas until you get enough where out of all of them, you know, everything you need is going to be producible. And then you like hook them up to this system and it feels like animal abuse because you're just force feeding them <laughs> <laughs> and they're pooping crystals. But it's it's great. And I'm rich now. So <laughs> I just pop in and do maintenance and feed my gotchas and that's it. But yeah, it's it's funny what you can do when you're uh, when you go in deep and you are kind of bored with it. And then you look to see, you know, what what can I do to make this more interesting? And I found that. So that's what I've been doing there. Um, playing plate up. I know the last time that I talked about plate up, I was saying how impossible it was to solo it and that I couldn't get past day nine. And I am here to say that I have now beaten the game five times by myself. Nice. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you. And got to overtime day three out of five. So I am loving it and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. And it is still very difficult. And if you don't cook turkey and are very strategic with your side dishes, it is still impossible. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, it's impossible solo, I'll say. Um, and then lastly, a brand spanking new game I've been playing, Ooh. Pokemon Violet. I got oh, it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mark, do you have Violet or Scarlet? I know. I have Violet. You. Okay, so we're Violet buddies. Um, I went with Sprigatito, little grass kitty, and uh, I have. Oh feelings... look! I uh, kicked Jen out of the call. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Because have... you picked the the better Pokemon. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, there goes Tom. I don't know. What... <laughs> <laughs> I have feelings about this game. Um. And maybe we could have another discussion about it in the future. But I feel like, just to really quickly touch on it, I feel like some of the changes that they made with this game are interesting, and then some of the changes are very unnecessary. I feel like some, some things have been not... I'm trying to describe, think of how to explain it without making it sound rude. It's so just, it's just be rude. Go for okay. it. They've dumbed it down. Hard. There you go. That's okay. They've dumbed it down hard to the point where like I get they're probably trying to get a new wave of kids into it. Um, but some of it just seems like unnecessary information that they're giving like too Jane, much. information. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. We're not the target audience anymore. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so depressing. We're not. But then we are at the same time because they're still relying on all of us old people. To be yeah, like, for, hey, for sure. it's Pokemon. Yeah, but I know. They're relying um, on all the people who have a disposable income to buy both games. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it for what it is, it's it's cute. I think it's pretty cool. This is my first um time playing an open world Pokemon game, like fully. Um, I like that. It looks nice. Uh the frame rate's a little eh sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's just a shit ton of stuff everywhere for you to pick up. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it feels like super easy mode. Like, there's Pokeballs everywhere, and there's, like, revives and potions and this and that. And it's so much more than the games that I'm used to, where every once in a while you'll find something. 
Like I'll look across a field and there's like 15 things just in front of me that I could pick up. You mean like the game we played for this episode? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's cool. Again, it's it's not really a big deal, but just little things that I noticed. And I'm like, hmm, this was an interesting change. Yeah, yeah the one uh, thing I'll jump in, um, yeah. the difference from uh, Violet being my first, first Pokemon game and I'm playing Leaf Green. Yep. Um, or what? Right, I said that right, right? Or is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that I lean towards, and this might be the dumbing down thing that you were talking about. I like that all the Pokemon get experience points in Violet and that I don't have to grind and level up each individual Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah that's You have to experience the pain. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what as I was going to th- say. As a 37 year old, I do not want to sit there and grind individual Pokemon. I uh, yeah. maybe maybe I, when I was twelve. I totally <laughs> understand. I, I'm, I that that doesn't bother me in the newer newer games, just because, right. like you said, we're thirty six, seven year old people that don't have time to grind individual Pokemon for, for, an hours to get them all to be the same level. So yeah, I don't I don't mind that they added in that, um, yeah. that exp share. Yeah, that's... I was I was surprised at that. I didn't I you know, like back in the day you would do this strategy where say like, I don't know, whatever Pokemon was really weak that I needed to level up, I would put them in first yep. so that they were the default. And then as soon as you could switch them out and then put in your heavy hitter. So then the default Pokemon got all the experience points and then the second one got like some of them or however it worked. But yep. yeah, this way it, it loads. It hits like everybody, right? Yeah, now yeah. now every Pokemon gets yeah. Now, something. Yeah. Is it off the bat that they do that, or do yep. you have to get an I- item like in the past? No, no, it's off the bat. Right in the beginning, because you get you like obviously no spoilers if anyone cares, but you you pretty much start out right away figuring out how the game works for a kid or someone new. Um, so you get items and get to start. I think. I don't know if this is the case. I haven't played it for a super long time. I've been exploring mostly. Um, but basically the person that's with you is telling you like, oh, here. And that's like the next part of the story, I guess, that's starting. And I feel like I could just avoid that and like treat it like uh, Ganon's castle and just go off on my own and never go yeah. to where that person's telling me to go. Is I, that true, I, Mark? I would highly recommend going to the school if you have not okay. been to the school. Because <laughs> I, the school, the school, the school uh, let's... Uh, unlocks the gyms uh-huh. and okay. and it unlocks the side thing the gotcha. team rocket equivalent in this game okay um, i wasn't sure if like i i had a feeling it was necessary but it feels like you could I, just leave oh yeah you can do you can you can be like the level 99 starter pokemon by the time you get to the school <laughs> right and just run through all the gyms <laughs> um right. if you want to uh but i would say right now if you if you don't mind exploring, which it doesn't sound like you do, um, I would beeline to the school, get that all out of the way, and then go back to exploring. Yeah, just make sure you don't go in the wrong direction, as I did. <laughs> I remember you saying that it was, um, and I was wondering why I was getting my ass kicked all the time. <laughs> Find out um, real quick what mm-hmm. if you're in the wrong. And set. then I and then I read. I was like, I got to look up a walkthrough. Like I'm definitely mm-hmm. like, which way was I supposed to turn at the school? Yeah. Um, and then I read that I turned the opposite direction of where I was supposed to turn. Um, and that's why I was running into level 30 Pokemon. 
Um, and then I went back the way I couldn't. I just walked through everything because I had let, I had pushed through, you know, um, trying to beat all those level 30 Pokemon. That my stuff was like one-shotting everything. Even yeah. like my weakest Pokemon were just like everything was like level eight or below. And I was already in the teens with all of my Pokemon. Um, so it was funny. But yeah, just make sure y- you'll know. You, it's supposed to be, as you guys know, you played a lot more Pokemon than I did. You'll find out immediately that it didn't level up. Like it's leveling up much faster than it should. Mm, um, right. Yeah. I beat one of the uh, side things. When I wasn't supposed to, like it's the second or third one you're supposed to go to, and I beat it as my first one. Wow! And the gym, <laughs> I beat the first gym as my first one. Yeah. Um, but that was only because the people in that gym were weak to my starter Pokemon. Okay. Um, in the gym, That's so I just help. walked through. You know, I one or two shot at everything because they were super weak. Right. Um, to everything, and that's why I probably got fooled in the thing that I was going the right way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad. Glad you got it. Um, yeah, I don't know how fun. much Kitty Ashcat is playing Scarlet anymore. She's like, I think we had the discussion on Wednesday, Jen, mm-hmm. um, that she is much more talking about Roblox with me. Right. Um, which I guess is just, it's just their generation thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think someone mentioned that it's like, that's their Flash games. Yes. And I just want to go, but I built you a computer. <laughs> you, you don't, you can play things other than Roblox on there. More. <laughs> You got to understand that it's <laughs> that's that's all some of these kids want to play. Period. Yeah, I was trying to like force her to not play Roblox. Like, no, you can't play it on there. You can play that on your iPad if you want. <laughs> well, have you ever have you like seen Roblox? Like, mm-hmm. people are making complete games inside of Roblox. Yeah, that's why yeah. she was good at Splatoon when she started playing it immediately because she played the Roblox Splatoon equivalent. And got really good at that. That's so weird to me. <laughs> yeah, like, she started doing it. almost a thousand points like on her first game. Like right, right out of the block. Yeah, um, like, like I totally get why it happens, but it, it's yeah. just the whole thing is weird to me. Yeah, but so I've, I've grown to live with it and just hope when she gets older, maybe I can push some JRPGs on her. Um, oh, that'll definitely happen. Yeah, she, she'll probably more lean to the horror stuff, so I'll just have to get recommendations from Jen. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm almost tempted to ask her to go see Megan this weekend with me, but I don't know. That might be pushing it for a 12-year-old, Mark. Yeah, she went and saw Scream at 9, so... Um, <laughs> 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 you know, th- this one's different. Um, these days. This yeah. one. <laughs> Nothing phases them. Yeah, no, yeah. I know, it's scary, this one's different. It? Um, yeah, so, um, do you have anything else? Sorry, I didn't mean to say. No, no, you're good. That was, that was pretty much it. I was, you know, obviously playing Leaf Green and then figured this is the perfect, like, kind of how you said, Mark, how you, this was your first full Pokemon game and then you played Leaf Green. So it was kind of the opposite. I wanted to get, I guess, both perspectives from someone that's played and then someone who is used to the newer one. So I thought it would be fun, but that was all pretty much. I can't think of anything else. I might have played something else briefly, but those were the main yeah, ones they, at the yeah. very least. I will say one thing about, about Violet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I think I talked to Jonathan about this. Um, that they knew what they were doing with that rival character, that girl. Oh yeah. Um, for the fact that she will be cosplayed. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah, and, and not cute. you, because you create your own guy. But that will be like the new Ash Ketchum. Yeah, yeah, she's really cute. 
Yeah, because I was like, they did the specific, they did the hair thing that has a little dye on the end. She has like yes. the wrist things on that they could do. And I was like, she's the one that looks different than everyone else. Yeah. And they did that absolutely on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> they did for sure. Yeah. Um, I accidentally gave my guy a safari hat and I can't figure out how to get my old hat back. That's um, hilarious. So we'll leave it there. <laughs> so you're a bug catcher, right? Essentially, I guess. Um, yeah. The um, yeah. So Tom, have you? Yes, I have things? played things, Mark. Okay. <laughs> even even being on the brink of death, I've been playing. <laughs> yeah, nice. you know. I mean, late, what, when Lady COVID visits, you don't know. Yeah. Well, she visited. That's for damn sure. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. Uh, I'm continuing on in um, Crisis Core. Nice. I I gotten to the point where I broke the game. Hell yeah, uh, <laughs> that's great. I've I've gotten to the point where I can do nine ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage on pretty much on command. That's insane. Do you have the was it Hellfire or Hellfire or whatever? Uh, I have health fire aga, but yeah. I don't use it. I use uh magic punch. Magic punch does 99,999. Okay. Yeah, the only thing with hellfire aga, not that I'm like trying to sell you on it, um, but it hits multiple enemies. I don't know if magical punch does that because I didn't. Well, you can hit multiple enemies, but you got to be real close to them yeah. all. That's the only reason um, I went for electrocute and hellfire guys because they hit multiple enemies. I just I just use this because it I know it hits for max damage yeah. all the time. So <laughs> it's I, it's gonna it's gonna help you with the little orange balls. Oh you, well, yeah. They I I hate those stupid things. The movers yeah. movers are an incredibly annoying uh, enemy in all Final Fantasy games, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. They're even more annoying in the real games. So this is just like a an fu like yeah. <laughs> But they, it, it very much helps defeating them with with these ridiculous, ridiculously yeah. powerful attacks. Yeah, my, my build required darkness, so I was using HP to kill them. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I so I know how the story ends. So yeah. I'm I've been kind of doing everything I can to not get to the end. Yeah. Like I think I've I've got I've gotten through like fifty eight percent of the missions. Yeah, I just keep doing them because I'm like I don't want to. Yeah. I know what happens and I don't want to get to that point. And I don't spoil anything, but I I don't know if that they've changed anything either. Like I don't know that they've changed anything to match up the the new games. I don't from, think from they, what you've played so far, I think they changed like two lines. Yeah, but I mean like of, the end. Two, the, the, I'm not going to spoil I mean, anything about that. Yeah, but, don't yeah. spoil the end. But yeah, I don't I think, know. I don't know that they changed anything yeah. at the end. And I d yeah. just. Yeah, I think they they spoiled two lines from Aerith, and that was it. Yeah, well, they they that makes sense that they would they would have changed those. But I I don't know if they changed the actual ending of the game, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody here, and I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's why we're going to have a spoiler cast once you yeah. finish. Eventually, once once I finish, I'm in, I'm in chapter eight. I'm I've in I'm in Nibelheim right now, and I'm doing the. It looks amazing. It does. I'm doing the seven wonders side quest right now. Yeah. Um, so once I once I get through that, I'll probably try to blow through the rest of the game. 
just just because I need yeah. to get through it. Uh, especially since I, I need to beat a certain Zelda game because another one's coming out. So there's that too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm still thoroughly enjoying it, even though 90% of the game has been a grind. Once yeah. I got to the point where I broke the game, I don't care anymore because I can just hit things for max damage whenever I want. Yeah, and it there's only comes th- down to if you want to platinum or not, if you want to keep pushing through those side missions at this point. Well, I have sa- I have different saves. So I have a save like right before it like right before chapter eight. So if I need to go back and do anything, I have that save. So I if I want to get the platinum, I can just do that. Yeah. But at the moment, I just want to beat it. Um I because I got to the point where I was like, all right, the missions are becoming somewhat easy. Like I don't need I don't they don't feel super challenging, so I don't really feel like I need to do them anymore. And I have, I've gotten, I've gotten magical punch and goblin punch, so I'm okay with those. I have, I never got a DMW um, materia, but I, I imagine if I keep doing missions, I'll, I would eventually get them. Yeah, you'll get, you get most of them through that. I think I, did I get all of them? I may have missed one. Um, that I think comes, I think I missed the, the item one, the one that helps you with the items, the item pot or whatever. I think I missed that one. But yeah, uh, I've pretty much, I'm pretty much spent with doing the mission. So I just want to kind of get on with the story. Um, even though I I, I want to get on with the story and I don't want to get on with the story because again, I know how it ends. And I've watched that cutscene. I don't know how many times, and it's still like, it still hurts. It yeah. still still makes me tear up a bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So it's. What if you one shot the final boss? If I can do nine ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine <laughs> damage, I'm sure I'm gonna one shot the final <laughs> boss. It's still my favorite moment in video games because <laughs> it does the uh, whatever battle started or whatever. And yep, then I man. hit the button for Hellfire again, and it went battle commenced. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, it's what happens when you're super OP. Like I, like I'm going through right now and and one hitting things with like a normal attack. So I'm way over leveled for. Oh yeah, I'm- you're gonna have no problem with um even if you get deeper. Like my problem is I did a magic build. So yeah, I did. I did not. I I did a uh, vitality build. So. Yeah, my I like a tank. Yeah. Yeah. So. so I was a glass cannon, which meant that anything that was had high magic defense, I had a hard time against. And I found out, which made me change from that photo I sent you, um, yeah. was that two thirds of the summons or whatever the limit breaks mm-hmm. on the DMV are physical based. So I would get like you know, something that wasn't, like, one of the Bahamuts. Um, and it would do, like, 4,000 damage because my vitality was 9. Or or my strength was 9. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's and, a problem. And yeah, I, f- I need to change that at the end. But you, if you got if you got all physical and you also got Hellfire and a good magic thing, you, you should be able to walk through and 100% it. Only the final boss is going to be tough because... She's got some one-hit kill stuff. 
Well, yeah, that's something I've noticed running into on the missions is everything deals death. Yeah, just make sure you have the death touch um, accessory on. Yeah, you get to a point where everything, anything that touches you deals death. Yeah. And it's just, it gets annoying after a while. But yeah. I'm glad to see you're having fun with it. I Yeah, I'm definitely having fun. And it's it's a nice stopgap before the next game, which should be coming out at the end of the year or the beginning of next year, depending on how Square does. We'll see. I guess it really depends on how Final Fantasy 16 does. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, Uh, Anything else? Yes. Uh, After watching you start Hi-Fi Rush, I also started my own playthrough. And man, what were they doing not telling anybody about this game? (laughs) What was Bethesda thinking? Like, this is this game. This is very much on my game of the year already. It, it right now it probably is my game of the year. Oh yeah, I said that on stream for me. Um, but yeah, it's it's so good. It's it's it it has no right being this good. <laughs> I think that is the consensus from everybody, critics, fans, people on Twitter and stuff. It's just this has no right being as good as it is. <laughs> like this shouldn't be this good. It's it's simple. That's the thing. It's not yeah. overly complicated, but it's it's still enough of a challenge to be fun. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and you can play because I'm assuming you might be playing on hard or very hard. Um, I'm just playing on normal because I kind of okay. want to get through it. Also. It's difficult to play a rhythm game when you have a 10-month-old <laughs> screaming and a puppy barking. So You're already in hard, hard mode. I'm yeah. already in hard <laughs> mode. I can't, hear, I, I can't hear it to know what the beat is, so I kind of yeah. have to guess based on the flashing lights on the screen. Yeah, yeah. The fun part is, is that you can beat the game like that because I think I beat it with a slight delay. <laughs> Well, yeah, if um, you played it through the preview window, you definitely did. Yeah, so the only thing that ever bothered me with that was the uh, was parrying. Um, I haven't gotten to parrying yet, so. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, interested. I'm interested to see when I play it, when I'm playing through Elon Easy to, you know, just hear the regular songs that I couldn't stream. Yeah, well, um, that's the thing. You're missing out on some pretty good music, too. That's, yeah. That's another I'll, problem. I'm going to be like a parrying god. <laughs> because I, I got halfway good at parrying with the delay. Um, but yeah. But I'm glad. Yeah, yeah I'm glad that um, I think it's one of those things where for me, um, I'm going to talk more in detail when I get to my thing. Um, but I just, while you're talking about it, the fact that you and Jonathan both really like the game, um, you know, uh, makes me, not that I need you to like validate my opinion, but it's like, he likes rhythm games a lot, um, and you're you know, like musically inclined, you know. So yeah. the fact that the two things I really like about this game, um, you guys both love it, which means I'm like, okay, yeah, this is good. <laughs> this is not just me being like dumb, not dumb in the being stupid way, but um, you know, in in both of those categories, I'm not much of a rhythm player, as Jen found out with Dance Dance Revolution. Um, <laughs> You know, and I'm not very musically instrument inclined um, to get beats and stuff. Um, 
But yeah, so I'm glad to hear your take on that. And already know that Jonathan, I think, has played through it three times. Oh wow! Oh wow! I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had time to play through it three times, but I, well, I think I he don't. like it's almost like ninety percent. So he like just runs through the battles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? but, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I haven't really been dabbling in too much. I mean, I, well, I did so. So for retro stuff, I on my Mister, I've been messing around with PlayStation uh, nice. emulation or simulation, whatever you want to call it, uh, because they implemented a lot of interesting fixes, I guess you could say. Um, so something with the PlayStation is that they deal with they have a lot of dithering on a lot of dithered patterns on their backgrounds and stuff. To when when you're on a CRT, you don't really notice that sort of thing. But when you're on a flat screen, you can see every pixel, so you can see all the dithering patterns. But on the Mister, they've now uh, implemented uh, texture filtering, and you could turn off dithering. So you can make it look a whole lot better on a flat screen than you oh, nice. could if you were just playing normally. Now, it doesn't bother me too much, because generally I play on a on a CRT anyway, but if I want to play on a flat screen, I can turn dithering off. I can turn on texture filtering and make it look better. And they also have implemented a hack that makes the CPU run at twice the speed. So you don't get all the slowdown that you would normally get in certain games. Um, nice. So, yeah, I the 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 guys that do that make these cores. God bless them because they don't get paid. <laughs> mm, true. None of them were getting paid. Like they have Patreon set up, but like it's not it's not their full time job, and they just are just hammering the stuff out. They probably just do it because they would play the stuff. Well, yeah. So, so yeah, it's just like I'm going to do this so I can play it. So why not just put it on GitHub or wherever you get it from? But yeah, it's uh, it's awesome, and I've I've been playing through uh, past uh, uh, retro roulette game RC to go. Nice. And I'm probably just about where I was on when I finished that stream when we were playing it. Uh, it's just so it just plays so well. It's just it's so easy to just flip that thing on, turn the game on that you want, and it's you're just you're just going. You don't have to worry about a disc being read incorrectly. You don't have to worry about a memory card not working. It's just uh, a lot of fun. And I've also been playing the original Gran Turismo, which I don't know why. The second one's better, but I've just been messed around in the first one because. Did you like, uh, I, did you get to uh, soup up a 1998 Honda Prelude, or is that just me? Uh, no, it was a it was a 90, 92 or ninety one Honda CRX. Mark, for me. <laughs> don't know why I love the CRX, it, especially in video games because you, you can't find them in real life anymore. So yeah. anytime I get to use one in a video game, I always use a CRX. I have no idea why that was my car of choice in that game. I think it might have been like one of the first ones I got, and I just, <laughs> I just kitted it out. Yeah, it, it's, it's probably because it's one of the cheap used cars you can find yeah. in the beginning, and you can just basically you can use those cars throughout the whole game. It's just which is yeah. nice. I like that. I like the fact that you can upgrade them enough that they don't become obsolete immediately. Yeah, yeah. The I found out that my. Uh, a cousin of mine had had a Honda Prelude like randomly after that. 
I walked. I was walking up the driveway. And I was like, "Wait a second. That well, that's you. There's probably I, something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that car. that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's that's all I've been oh, playing. Nice. Oh, yeah. So for me, um, I'll start off with some of the interesting stuff I did. Um, so uh, for those of you that have PlayStation Plus, um, you know the extra tier, the second one, not the top one. Um, uh, notice that uh, WWE 22 um, is free on there uh, oh, wow. to play. Um, not to keep. It's like Game Pass, where it'll probably go away well, at still, some point. The fact that but, yeah. it's available, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I got it and didn't play any matches or anything. Um, I played through their GM mode, which is essentially where you put matches together and set feuds and championships and stuff like that. Um, and you have to get ratings. Um, Honestly, that's more fun. I think that'd be more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, it's just part of it's frustrating because there was like, I guess it's because my ideal way of doing that is not, they had to do like cut it down for resources. Like they give you a roster, you draft a roster. Um, and then, you know, you have to put together matches, make sure people, are happy and you know rivalries and things like that you know because they got to act like it's a real sport um in that aspect and not you know script it sort of um so the people get mad when they lose other people um thing but um but they only give you like three matches for like uh for like your raw broadcast and then four matches on the pay-per-view and i'm like the roster's too big to do that. I have people just sitting there. Um, weird that they don't give you enough matches. Yeah, like you're competing against like the SmackDown guy, yeah, um, or NXT or whichever. You choose a brand and you choose a rival brand. So um, I just did. I did Raw. I did. I did SmackDown at Sonya Deville, and I played Adam Pierce, who was doing Raw. Um, and yeah, it just like I had. I had Gunther. Um, when there was still Walter in this game, um, yeah, like he was my first rival to fight for championship, and then I didn't use him for most of the rest of the fifty weeks because they only let you do one year WrestleMania to WrestleMania. That's, um, a, that's dumb. Why? Why? Why do they give you such a? They can even be shorter than that. That was the longest. Um, but yeah, like I know in like older like SmackDown versus Raw games, you could just you could play forever. Yeah. That's what I was hoping this was, but for some reason it's limited. Like I said, I think they cut cost or something with this. But yeah, like I got him. He was the first, got up to a top rivalry. Him and Cena had a five-star match. And then I didn't use him for like 25 weeks because, you know, the audience gets upset if you keep, you, you, use you know. the same people too much. Yeah. And then it's just like, so oh, dumb. I, like, and it just became frustrating with that. But I easily beat the mode because... I think they're expecting some people that don't know like wrestling um, or maybe people that still think it's like um, un like unscripted to not realize how to, you know, put matches together sort of thing. But yeah, so that was fun for like the week that I played it, um, you know, and I played my sports games, um, you know, and uh, the two big things I played this week and I've been streaming them both. Um, uh, well, I'll go with the, uh, I'll go with the one I've been doing less time with, 
But yeah, so I've been playing through The Last of Us um, on stream. Um, obviously, I beat the game and two um, um, previously, and I beat one a couple times. But I was originally going to do the remaster because I get that got that for free for having the PS5, um, and I was going to go through that. And then I just saw that I had enough rewards points and things um, to make it really cheap to buy part one, the actual remake. Um, and I went through with that purchase. And I love it. The game looks so much better um, than the remaster, which I just played in December. Um, I am very happy with my purchase. Um, game's still good. There's a weird thing where if you press back to back away from a door, um, Joel does this little backwards jog um, mm. that's really funny. Um, and But yeah, the environments and the sound and all that looks amazing. Jen, you're gonna if you get it for your on Steam when it mm -hmm. comes to PC, you have a card that can do ray tracing, right? I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, technically yeah. she does, but we'll have to upgrade it before then. <laughs> but right. either way, if you can do ray tracing, I can imagine you're gonna it's gonna look a lot better to you if you get it than it does to me on the PS5 because it has ray tracing on the PS5, but I would imagine that a PC card would do it a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks real good still. Um, I'm about up, uh, we're heading to, uh, Bill's location, um, in the nice. game. Nice. Uh, so, so by the time you hear this podcast, I will finish Bill's location. Um, since I am playing this on Saturday, um, and we record on Fridays. Uh, so, you know, I'll be through that. I'm trying to stay like an episode or two behind. I got real lucky that it looks like on, on the TV show. Um, it looks like episodes four and five are in the same location. So oh, yeah. gave there me some go. time to sort of, you know, not get too far behind mm -hmm. um, with it. So it's nice. Um, yeah, so I'm playing through that. Um, it's been good. But the main thing, as you guys have all watched, if you watch our streams, um, I have completed Hi-Fi Rush. And that game is amazing. And I... It was, the best way I can say is there's always a game or two a year um, that just come out of nowhere for me in terms of, not even like Shadow Drop, like this was an extreme situation. But like, I remember the one year when Oxenfree won my game of the year, I played that in December just because it was $7 and was instantly hooked and loved the game from the beginning. And that was the same thing here. Um, just the the look, the you know the aesthetic of it, the music, and I'm really glad to, I'm going to get to listen to the licensed music on my second playthrough, um, which might make it better. Um, but yeah, the animation is gorgeous and really well done, right from the beginning. Um, the characters, you would think, and um, Tom, I can successfully at least for me, report to you, that you would think the characters would start grading on you um, in the way their attitudes are, but they just get better <laughs> as it goes along because they actually grow them as characters. Um, and the uh, if, if you popped into my stream, the, the robot Cinnamon is probably my second favorite character just because of the way they... They write him as a, a robot that's like a psychiatrist. 
Um, and just the drawing on the face thing to show emotion so he doesn't look creepy. But then he looks even more creepy with the stuff drawn on his face. <laughs> I, I will just say we we stand for... Uh, uh, what's her name here? Oh, yeah, we all love Peppermint. Peppermint. Yep. Now, yeah. I mean, I, I said to Jan, I was like, uh, when Tula was on stream, you know, I, you know, um, that it looked like like three genders are all in love with her. Like she she's she's across the board. Everyone you loves know. peppermint. Yep. Yep. Every it doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> um, awesome. And then Corsica is a good second. Um, yep. Yeah, she's more of a if you like the uh, like the the muscle mommy. Um, Sort of thing. She's she's obviously a lot taller than Chai, as you see next to each other. Um, but yeah, the the game is great, and um, I wish I learned a little bit more of the stuff. I, I got stuck in my doing the same combos a lot, just because those were the ones to keep on beat. Um, but um, I'll have fun exploring the other combos um, as we go here. They did a great job animating the cat. 808 is great. Oh my god, so cute. I love it. Um, just the little things. It's like, yeah. like when there, there's a scene late in the game, I'm not going to tell you where it is, where he's on your shoulder and his ears are going side to side to the beat Aww. while he's in full cat form. Um, so not cute. when he's just a little head. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's so good. And, um, you know, just little things with that. And, uh, the way they evolved the story, um, which I don't know if you've been on the stream to see some of the, the twists, Tom, but I'm not going to mention them. But they do a really good job, and I felt like an idiot for not seeing the twist coming. Um, the fact that I watched Jeff Gersman stream it, and he got it in the first 10 minutes. And then as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, fuck. That is exactly what's going on here. I'm an idiot. Um, so, But it's well done how they do it. Um, and just the whole, whole story of what's going on, um, is, is well done and, um, you know, uh, very simple to the point that, you know, there's not, there's not much complication to it and they don't throw too many swerves at you, you know, in there, but yeah, it, it's one of those games where I'm, I'm, I don't know if I would have kept playing through it, um, you know, if I didn't want to see the music, like, it feels like, um, I don't know what the post game would be like. Um, I'll, I might check that out a little bit too, um, on there, but yeah, yeah, I highly, highly recommend it. It's definitely, I can't see it not being, um, in my top three, um, for game of the year at this point. Um, there's two games that might release this year that, um, unless they are really terrible, um, will definitely be above it. Um, and one of them we will talk about a little later. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this game, yeah, it, it's it's what I wanted Metal Helsing to be in terms of um, like grabbing me um, and make me want to play through it. Like I play through a level or two of Metal Helsing, and again, I'm not I'm not a metal guy. I know that's shocking to everyone out there that has seen me. Um, but, you know, that being a first person shooter type thing, you know, there was no real connection, 
um, like these characters and the animation that they give. So, yeah, I have no idea why they shadow drop this. Um, I would, it, 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 I would love to talk to these people, and then also the, you know, I think it's Vince Zampella or whoever dropped Apex Legends, um, because they did the same thing. They just dropped that out of nowhere, and it became one of the greatest games of the year. Um, and yeah, I just would love to know the thought process through that. Hopefully, no clip does a documentary if they haven't already um, on Hi-Fi Rush. But uh, yeah, that's about all I've been playing. Um, well, one quick thing about Hi-Fi Rush, though. Yeah. All after watching you and after playing it, all I want to do after I'm done playing it is play Sunset Overdrive. Yes. It's got yeah. that same vibe to it. So I feel like if you find Sunset Overdrive, I, well, it's on Game Pass, I think. Yeah, right? I should be able to find it pretty easily. Um, but if if not, I mean, pick it up when it's like $3 because it happened that goes on sale all the time because yeah. it definitely is like the same kind, like the characters realize they're in a video game and, you know, they they break the fourth wall. It's, it does a lot of the same kind of stuff. So uh, if you're into Hi-Fi Rush, I think you should check out Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, and... Yeah, one last thing it just popped in my head just because I I'll say the statement that made it pop into my head and finish. Um, I think I am going to check out just about every game um, that doesn't look really too anime um, that has Erica Lindbeck as a voice um, because she plays Peppermint. <laughs> she plays um, Jesse. Um, she's uh, the girl in Tales of Arise. She's Magaloo and Tales of Basaria. And it's just like every game that um, she does a voice, and I'm like, I just want to hang out with that girl. You know, she does. So, um, you know, she should, she should get more uh, notoriety than she has. Um, she's really good. Uh, but that made me think of I think I beat Tales of Arise between the last time we did the podcast and here. Well, I'm yeah. not sure. If you, if you beat it, you beat it between the last time and this time. Yeah. Yeah. So I finished that, like, I think the first week, like, right after I played Leaf Green, like, that week. Um, that game is real good. Um, it's one of the better Tales games. I'd probably put it at least top three or four um, that I've played. I've played them all. Um, it has a really bad, really badass anime ending. Um, which I will tell you guys off stream because I don't think either of you are going to play through Tales of Arise. It's about a sixty-hour game. Yeah, nope. I don't have time. Um, for that. <laughs> <laughs> not not um, with not with a couple Final Fantasy games and a yeah, and a yeah. Zelda game coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you guys off podcast. Um, and then if people on Twitter and stuff say that I can spoil it, I'll spoil it next time um, for everyone. But yeah, it's a really really anime ending, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that game's real good. Um, it's it, it does the thing with Tales that I love, which is it gives you, it makes you care about the characters. Um, and sometimes they hit or miss. Like, I know you're saying about every game, but, you know, sometimes when you play these RPGs with large parties, because you have like six people in this party, um, there are people that you can just like, yeah, I don't really care, you know, about so-and-so, like probably Kachi in Final Fantasy VII. Um you know, even even knowing the background of him, uh, of that character, um, it's like most of the time people just, you know, never put him in their party. 
Um, I'm one of those people. <laughs> you know, and it's sort of like, you know. Um, but in when it's a good Tales game, you care about all the characters, so you do all the... They have these little things called... Um, uh, what are they called? They, I think they originally called it skits. Like, you'll hit, like... Um, uh, I think it's L2 or R2, and it pops up, like, a little, like, uh, visual novel thing of them talking, like, comic book S visual novel, and it, you just get to learn a little more about all the characters, and Tales of Arise um, made me want to hit every single one of those just because of the way they... the three dimension of the characters and the way they had them play off each other and grow over it, and, you know, that's just saying something. It's like... Symphonia and Vesperia are the other two that did that um, as well. Um, so, yeah. Anybody who likes Tales games, I highly recommend it if you haven't already played it. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I might be playing another one of those in the future. I'm going to have to make a poll for my new game. So, uh, I think Symphonia's uh, remaster is coming out. So, um, yeah. And uh, that's about it for me. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, Let's get into the news, Jen. Sure. Put that, put that, put that reporter hat back on. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, so first up, I have uh, some news for some freebie games coming out for anyone that plays or has Game Pass and or PlayStation Plus. So starting out with Game Pass, uh, this is active as of February 9th. So um, Madden NFL 23 and RPG SD Gundam Battle Alliance are currently available right now on Game Pass, if you have it. Um, February 14th, uh, we are also getting Mountain Mount and Blade 2 Bannerlord. Uh, the next day, on the 15th, we're getting Cities Skylines Remastered, which is an awesome game, by the way. Uh, February 16th, they're adding Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition. And then February 21st, this was the most interesting one, in my opinion. Um, I hadn't heard of it until I was reading about it. Uh, but they are going to be adding Atomic Heart, which is a first-person shooter where you play as like a special op uh, like a special ops officer. And you're sent to this science facility. And there's like malfunctioning robots and like horror elements in there. Uh, so that sounds kind of intriguing to me. Yeah. But again, that, that will be added on... Um, February 21st. So yeah. an interesting an interesting group of games coming to Game Pass. Yeah, and, and full full disclosure on that one for people that know that's the one that uh nobody there's like rumors and nobody can really confirm that like part of the funding for that game was like by Russian oil money. Um, oh crap. So <laughs> um nobody can confirm it. Uh but, uh -huh. but they think um oh, God. you know that it doesn't it doesn't seem like the game has anything like Right. Um, like pushing it, but it's just like, um, you know, <laughs> but no, I'm probably, I might still play it. I'm just yeah. saying like, I wanted to make sure that there weren't people out there listening going, isn't that the game that, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, we huh. know, Interesting. um, yeah. you know, it's not like the other game that shall not be named that came out, um, right. <clears throat> this week. Uh, but yeah, that, that's an even more fitting name than we thought it would be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really um, but yeah, just, just be aware if you. If you have any feelings towards that, um, even though it's unconfirmed, right. um, you know, just just want to lay that out there. You can continue. No, that's perfect. Um, unfortunately, as we all know, when games come, games go. And I did not mean to rhyme that well, by the way. But here we are. 
So going away will be the preview of the siege, uh, Infernax, Recompile, Skull, the Hero Slayer, the Last Kids on Earth, and Crossfire X. None of these things I have played, but I'm sorry to those of you who like those games because they are going away. Um, I believe, actually, it doesn't say when they are, but I'm assuming after this month is up, they're going to be going away. Um, Which one was that? All of them that I mentioned. You want me to mention them again? No, no, I'm just saying, if you're talking about PlayStation Plus or... Oh, Game Pass. These are all on Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, because they they just had different rules. That's what I was just saying. Some some of them hang out a long time and some of them go away really. Right. Um, so that was Game Pass. And then moving on to PlayStation Plus, uh, from February 7th through March 6th, you will be able to pick up and play Destiny 2 Beyond Light for both the PS5 and 4. Uh, Ali Ali World for both consoles as well. Evil Dead the Game, highly recommend, also available for both consoles. And Mafia Definitive Edition, which is only for the PS4. Um, and going away from PlayStation Plus, unfortunately, the PlayStation Plus collection will no longer be a sub perk starting on May 9th. But if you have it right now and you want to claim the games that you'd like before it shuts down, you can still play them afterwards. So yeah. just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Tom, did you hear the what's going on with this? With that stuff going away? No. Uh, that people are putting their... Uh, uh, PlayStation stuff putting like um, sale again. <laughs> yeah, they're putting them. They're putting them on like eBay to like, yeah. hey, give me twenty five dollars and I'll put your account on my PlayStation so you can download these games. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's <laughs> that's ingenuity if I've ever heard it. Very creative, and, yeah. And uh, Sony being you know the POS company they are. Um, not that I, I kind of agree with them here, but it it's kind of funny that they're they're doing this or have like been banning those accounts. The ones that have been selling, um, you know. I mean, if if we have the uh, news story, I think we do. Fuck Sony, I'm so sick of this stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, they're. I mean, I can understand them doing it there, but it was just funny that immediately when they said this, all this, all these things started popping up on like, you know, eBay and you know, people making like, um. Like pages to where like putting out their Venmos and stuff and <laughs> being like, you know, but yeah, but I, I get what they mean. Uh, they, I don't know why they're doing it. They should have done this only can mean, and I know I said like four sentences in a row there and didn't finish them. Um, this has to mean that, um, uh, that you would hope that the PlayStation fives are getting more in stock. Um, because that was Ooh. the whole reason for this. Yeah. You um, would think so. But who knows? Yeah, supposedly they are. But yeah, exactly. Who knows? It's a, it's a mystery, I think. Um, but yeah, moving on. I have a couple gaming milestones. One newbie and one tried and true that we all know. Uh, so starting out, we have some God of War Ragnarok news. So God of War Ragnarok has officially sold 11 million copies in its first three months post-launch which has doubled its sales that it's reached in its first week after launch. So that's pretty crazy. That's um, yeah. yeah. So Sony had previously announced that this had already been their fastest selling first party launch in, in PlayStation, PlayStation history. Um, and if you compare it to God of War 2018, that had sold 3.1 million at launch 
And in total, as of their last report, it has sold 23 million. So this new game is catching up really quickly. Um, yeah. And they also believe that because, like we were just saying, the PS5 is supposedly becoming more available, these numbers are just going to exponentially keep growing. Um, because I'm sure there's a ton of people who have been, you know, dying to play this game on console. So I'm sure they're all waiting for it to uh, to come out. And then, of course, the PC people like myself, who's waiting, waiting for it as well. So we will see this number probably grow very quickly. Um, and then a, uh, a tried and true game is good old Red Dead Redemption 2. Apparently, it has now sold 50 million copies. Oh, yeah. According to uh, Take Two Interactive's quarterly earnings report, all, so all, all of those, so all those hackers, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, I know. They admitted that this game has basically surpassed their expectations. <laughs> like they did not expect this to happen. Surpassed um, their expectations, but they decided, yeah, we're not going to do anything with it thank ever. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so they are pretty much fully crediting crediting its. Uh, current success to the holiday events and they're saying you know like that's helped keep people interested in the game even though rockstar has decided to stop updating the game like you'd think that that would be such an eye-opener like oh maybe we should you know update the game yeah maybe we should do that maybe maybe (laughs) maybe we should help out the uh the all the folks that are on pc right right but you know personally i mean i can vouch that People are still playing in the online servers because I'm one of them. And it's just, it's crazy because, you know, I've seen this, I played in servers with other people and people are like over 100, 200 level wise. Like these are people who are still putting in a ton of time into this game. Um, And if we wanted to compare this to GTA, GTA 5, where Rockstar is still consistently updating it. That game has sold over 175 million copies. So I'm pretty sure if they continued to work on Red Dead, it would be closer to those numbers. I mean, maybe not as as high, but yeah. definitely higher. Not that yeah. this isn't impressive, but Red, I Red really... Dead, Red Dead would have one more generation to go before it could get close to those numbers. Since right, right. Five has been on, was on the 360, Xbox One, and then on yeah. Series X. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be like <laughs> right up there competing with GTA, but it'll well, definitely it would I, definitely be closer. I mean, it's it's impossible to compete with GTA because it's been on four consoles, yeah, three consoles. It didn't it start on the PS3? Well, no, it was three. I just do the Xbox because it's easier. 360, oh, yeah, one and Series X. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I had it for 360. That's the okay. reason. And you know, PC. NPC. NPC. Yeah. So right. four, four different things. What, what I would love, and again, don't have the time nor probably the resources to deep dive into this, um, uh, but I would love to know the numbers between GTA 5 and like Skyrim. Um, just because Skyrim has also been on three generations of systems and PCs. Um, and just to see if those numbers are equal or how much, like, what is the spread, you know, um, because I would imagine that would tell us a lot about, you know, why, you know, GTA sold 170 million copies, you know, because, you know, Skyrim doesn't have the online, you know, side of it. Skyrim doesn't have the multiplayer aspect for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just see. 
you know, because I would think Skyrim would be like the bar for single player. Um, yeah, certainly. You know, longevity. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I saw this because I think this was one of the things that I, I sent over to you, Jen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like 50 million copies. And I'm like, because the real thing that you brought up, I was like, didn't they stop updating this? Yeah. Game? <laughs> and like I said, the, the, they're pretty much solely crediting RDO, like Red Dead Online, which is what people have been begging them. Please update it. Please care about the hackers. Please help us. Give us quality of life updates, something. And they're like, nah, you guys are God. good. <laughs> so. They're too busy working on GTA 6. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Sure they are. Yeah. And actually, I forgot to mention this, but Red Dead Redemption 2 is actually currently the number one selling game on Steam for this quarter. And number three was number three for 2022. So, um, yeah, they're they're uh, they're making out with the this game and they're now expecting it to continue to increase in sales. And uh, we'll probably never get another update again on it. But that's, you know, the way it goes, I guess. Um, But congrats to both games for the milestones. Pretty impressive. So, Pretty impressive indeed. Yes. Uh, moving on, more Sony-related stuff. Um, so Sony announced its earnings for the third quarter of 2022, and it's looking like PlayStation Plus subscribers may be on the rise. Um, so if anyone didn't know, there was a pretty steep decline last year. They lost uh, probably over 2 million subscribers or around 2 million subscribers between Q1 and Q2. Technically Q1 was already down from the year prior. So they're probably bordering almost 3 million in the red if you think about it like that. But um, they have slowly started regaining subscribers. They think that they're seeing an uptick that it's going to continue to grow. Um, I believe they've since recovered about a little bit less than a million subscribers from where they were at. One of the factors that I think people are thinking contributed to the slump was when Sony added two more expensive tiers to the PSP service and then took all of these much requested features that people were begging them for and only made it available for people who spent money on the expensive tiers, which is really shitty. (laughs) So everyone was like, okay, I'm canceling my subscription. Um, People in the slightest. I would never, personally, I would never pay that more expensive tier. But that's just me. I, I, and the most expensive tier has, I have no interest because oh, yeah. I could play all those games on original hardware, or the Mr. or anything else. As, as someone that is a PS Plus Extra subscriber, <laughs> um, one of the things that I think they're doing that might be the reason why you're seeing numbers tick up is because they're actually showing value for that mm. level. Like I just mentioned, they randomly put a wrestling game on there for free, and they've been putting a lot of the newer um, PS5 games. They're like six months or more older, but, you know, they, they, they're they popping on there. Like, um, So it's given the reason for people like, oh, I can spend, I think it's like a hundred-something dollars a year, and there's like these four or five games, you know, that I can play, and if we don't have time like we have, you know, don't have time like we have, but have some money. You can go, well, I can do that. And then, you know, once I finish one of these games, there's going to be like four more ready for me. Um, right. And it's going to be a lot cheaper than buying them individually. Sure. So I think that's the one good thing Sony has been doing um, with Plus, which is what 
Xbox has already understood with Game Pass. Right. Um, and I think the other thing they've been doing is um, just noticing, because it's sort of like a Patreon tier. If you get the extra tier, you get everything below it. Um, is that the PlayStation Plus games have been pretty good. Um, you know, they're not losing quality like the Xbox, uh, you know, live gold stuff has been. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as far as as far as I'm concerned, games of gold doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's 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 just there like to give away indie games at this point. Yeah, it and Sony. That's I think that's where Sony's been jumping on to make that stuff to maybe get these subscribers back. Who knows if they'll start doing the games with gold um, model? You know, once they get back to a number they're happy with. Right. Um, but yeah, so just coming from someone that actually you know. Has I think that's the reason it's going up. Game Pass is superior in every aspect sure, yeah. um, of it. Um, and well, Game Pass is superior just in the fact that you can play the games on any any version of the Xbox or right. PC if you go the, if you pay the extra money, go yeah. that route. Yeah, right. and the, good. The launch titles that you don't have to wait for. Oh yeah, right, through through Game Pass is like the most appealing Correct. part to me. Yep, day one yep. is the main reason Game Pass is better. Um, yeah. I think if they want people to do the third tier, um, because it's useless now. To be completely honest, the as you said, Tom, you you were talking about you know the Mister stuff that all those PS One games you can play. You know, you don't have to, you know, do it. I know there's some people that aren't you know, have that stuff and, and privilege to do that. But there I mean, are much even, e- I was gonna say there's much easier ways to play those games than spending $130 a year. <laughs> I mean even Duck Station. Like Duck Station yeah. is far superior to what those versions of the games are on the PS5. They're yeah. poorly emulated. They're not even like the PS1 classic that you could get on the, the PS3 or the PSP. They're they're just poorly and it's kind of like the stuff that's that got put on the um, the PlayStation Classic and it was yeah. awful, just terrible. So, like I said, you you could get you could download Duck Station on your computer or your phone and it would play way better than the stuff that they have um, on on that service. Yeah, and. The only way you make that service better is if you make that the gate to playing PlayStation Studios games day one. Like, right. You have sure. to, yeah, you have to buy that top level. You get day one PlayStation Studios games. I don't think they'll ever do it because there's some weird thing with our games or, you know, uh, events and the $70 as well, or whatever bullshit Jim Ryan said when they uh, announced they weren't doing day one. But if they start seeing that nobody's really subscribing to that stuff for the classic stuff, um, you know, uh, they might go that route. But, you know, um, just for the fact that I like the, what they're doing with the middle tier, I'm glad to see subscriptions are up so that because Sony has a history of abandoning things um, yes, fairly quickly. <laughs> not, not as quickly as Google, but oh, cool. it's still pretty quick. Uh, but yeah. So that's that's why I was I was happy to see those numbers. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll see how it goes. Um, 
Lastly, uh, some news for anyone who may be a fan of uh, the Dodgeball Royale game Knockout City. Unfortunately, the uh, developer of Elan Studios has announced that they are shutting down the game's servers on June 6th of this year. And they announced that after that, the game will no longer be playable at all. Um, yeah. So the game's director, and let me just step in for a second and say, Hover, take notes on this next part. <laughs> the game's director, <laughs> the game's director thanked the knockout community for their support and their dedication. Um, he said, you know, thank you for playing this game, but he also admitted that it failed to attract new players while also struggling to retain existing players. Um, and he shared, you know, we're an indie studio and it's unfortunately no longer possible for us to financially make the changes that we know we need in order to make the game better. Um, but on a more hopeful note, he did mention that they have learned a lot from this experience and they're planning on or hoping to create more games in the same universe as Knockout City. Um, and they're also hinting at the possibility that there may be a private server version of the game to download for free on PC eventually, which is nice. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. So I had put this in there uh, just because I, this I knew you would like um, <laughs> this part, yeah. but it was also a couple games got shut down like this while we were away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Capital City, you know, that that I forget the exact name. That was the name of the town you fought in. The wrestling battle royale um, uh, from Iron Galaxy. That um, is sunsetting. Um, they made everything free in that game, so you can try it all out before it goes away. Um, they had said that it might come back at some point. They're just, you know, you know, it's a smaller studio, so it's like we can't keep this up if we're not really getting people. But maybe it'll rework it and come back with it. But yeah, it yeah. just shows you that you know it's. As, as successful as we've seen a lot of these live service games be, um, it's, it's a lot harder than it makes it look. Um, so when people complain that, oh, we're going to get us live service games now, I think we're starting to see that the studios are noticing that it doesn't work unless if you, you know, have a good idea immediately, like you need to capture and become in the zeitgeist. Um, because the ones that have survived are all the ones that found a way to be the topic of conversation for, you know, you know, because of something unique, you know, like yeah. Fortnite with the building and all right. that. Um, Apex Legends with all the great Titanfall. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, the way the way that people feel and shoot and stuff like that. You know, Call of Duty doing doing their thing. Um, in terms of taking what uh, um, uh, PUBG did and just putting it on a bigger scale um, and stuff like that. But yeah, you see all these smaller and you, you, you kind of hope that, you know, your studios go, okay, if we're not going to fully commit to doing something different, uh, maybe we just do a multiplayer mode with our single player game, you know, and not trying to yeah. make everything a service. But yeah, yeah. but I felt bad because... You know, Iron Galaxy seems like to be one of the good companies out there um, in terms of, you know, they don't crunch and, um, you know, they're, they don't lay, they, uh, the CEO says the reason he built the company was so that he would never have to lay anyone off. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, probably one of the reasons they had to end their game was to, like, said so that they could keep all their workers um, yeah. there. Um, so it's always upsetting when, you know, something 
uh, they work on and put out doesn't get there because you want those type of studios to succeed when you see some of the bullshit um, that's yeah. going on in gaming media and games. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was that st statement from that CEO. I was like, oh, Jen's going to love this. Oh, yeah, um, because it's exactly <laughs> what Hover didn't do. <laughs> so that's why I they just ghosted this, us. Yeah, I sent you this story instead of uh -huh. the, the other one was a lot older. Um, yeah. The, the Iron Galaxy, but they did the same thing. They were all over Twitter, because I mm -hmm. follow all three of them, because they've been, um, you know, at different places at different times, sure. and now they're all together. And, you know, putting out statements and, like, letters and asking them, like, hey, you can still give us feedback on the game, you know, and stuff like that, like, still That's interacting awesome. with the community. Yeah, um, you know, the community feels like they care still, which they do, yeah. which is nice. And, yeah, essentially, just like, hey, we, we have a bunch of other projects we're working on, we can't really you know, don't have the manpower or capital yeah. to keep the servers open. Exactly. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's sad, but yeah, they handled it great. Um, just really quick, the final update to the game is going to be made for uh, February twenty eighth, and that is also when they're going to shut off any kind of real life uh, real life money involved in spending in the game. Um, yeah. And then their current season, which is season nine, is ending on May twenty third. And their final two weeks of the season will be like this cute little farewell celebration in the game. And then again, June 6th is when the servers go down permanently. So if anyone's currently playing, that's your timeline to uh, get the most out of the last couple of weeks that you have with, with Knockout City. And apologies and condolences. <laughs> that's <laughs> and, all I got. So yeah. I, have, I have real quick news before we go anywhere. Okay. Uh, for those people who've been clamoring, like me, for the Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 soundtracks, they are finally available digitally. Ooh. <laughs> They're available on Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal. Amazing. And you can purchase them through the iTunes store, which I just did. <laughs> nice. Live. Love it. L live update. Um, I guess the final story, um, because a lot has happened between the last time we podcasted and, and today, um, with the whole Microsoft Activision um, uh, buy a merger, buy out, whatever you want to call it, um, is in that from everything I read, I, I still think it's going to go through. Um, it's just not going to be official until like May, like right before the deadline. Um, because Sony is putting up the, I, I guess you think, um, however you feel about competition. Um, in terms of whether this will destroy competition or anything. Um, what I love is that Sony is going after for Call of Duty, right? That's, that's the main reason they're doing all this. And, you know, the FTC is now involved in the U.S., the EU, and the U.K. boards, and they're all going to question and, like, object to the deal unless negotiations can happen, which will happen. Um, you know, and it's even pissing off um, hated villain Bobby Kotick, um, who, you know, it was like that Onion article, the worst man in the world finally said something right um, and when he went after Sony um, about all this. And, yeah, I what I don't think they realize, and I'm not some expert thinking I've come up, I figured it out, guys. Um, Microsoft has could care, couldn't care less. Like, sure, look what they did with Minecraft. Yeah, we'll put Call of Duty everywhere. What's the matter? We'll put this everywhere. You know, 
they want King. They want Candy Crush. They want all of that phone stuff because that stuff makes so much more money than anything else that is in the Activision, you know, um, catalog, yeah. you know, there. And I think Sony would have more of a case if they gather, if they like, you know, got together, you know, people on the phone market. I know like people have like, they put like this minor of just, oh yeah, that would, ah, that might be bad. I don't know. You know, I've seen sort of like, there's not strong pushback, but I think that's hundred percent what Microsoft, not Xbox is looking at when they look at this merger, you know, why they paid $69 billion. Um, yeah, it's the whole catalog. It's not just yeah. a, it's not just a, Call of Duty thing. They want yeah. everything. Yeah, and I don't even think Call of Duty's like a speck on their radar for it, to be honest. The fact I mean, that they... No, what I mean I'm is... Sure, I'm sure it is a little bit, but there's there's definitely stuff that will give them more money than, than yeah. Call of Duty will. The, the reason I say that is the fact that they just turned to Nintendo and was like, yeah, we'll give you a 10-year Will it run good on the Switch? Ah, who knows? <laughs> you know, like... And Just not only, yeah, <laughs> and not only that, but, um, you know, they'd be stupid to not put it on that system. Yeah, that's just leaving money on the table. That's why MLB threatened to take the license away from, uh, Sony mm-hmm. for, for MLB the Show, because they're like, we want to make the money, put it out on everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like, and some of the things like sometimes I I can. Um, I would never do this in real life, but, you know, you always have to have thoughts. I get some really petty sometimes. And I could see things that they share with Sony, you know, Microsoft, and just seeing them, like, for pettiness, just pulling them. Like, oh, Minecraft doesn't work anymore. Oh, well. You know, or, you know, any, any uh, oh, none of your players can cross-play with us, but they can cross-play with every other system if they bought it on Xbox. Ah, geez, you know, <laughs> just just doing stuff like that, like all of a sudden not cooperating with Sony at all. Just petty, um, petty stuff. Yeah, just petty stuff <laughs> like that. Um, I don't think they can legally do any of that, but like, I, I I think I think all Jim Ryan and Sony wants to do, unless they're stupid, um, is is that they want to they want to drag this to the final moments and just get as much from Microsoft as possible here. I don't think they think they can stop it. At least, not expert here. But I think that's all they're doing. And they're getting the people behind them because they are, you know, inciting the console wars, you know, online and stuff. And it's just... I I would like to see what Microsoft can find out when they subpoenaed, like, the internal data of Sony for, like, what Call of Duty does for them. Um... And see if that changes Sony's tune when I eventually get the numbers. Um, I mean, Microsoft's overreaching. They're getting like people's review, per, like personnel reviews and stuff. Um, but again, it's like one of those things. I think I, I one of my friends who's who's a lawyer um, was like, it sounds like they're just the stuff that Microsoft is asking from Sony for this FTC stuff is they're just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what they can get. Like, yeah, give us Jim Ryan's email. I oh, won't get that, but we'll get all this 
accounting information, you know, to, you know, to help them out there. Uh, because you can't deny everything. Uh, but it'll be interesting. Like I said, from my personal non-expert opinion, I think the first domino to fall is like the UK will will agree to it, then the EU, and then the FTC will do its dog and pony show um, until up till May or all, or April, and then just let it go through. Because, you know, all Microsoft really got to make the case is that, you know, make some guarantee, maybe some contract that will always be on Sony. Um, Sony's just upset that they will um, lose the, you know, I guess, things they have with, with Activision. Which, on the petty side, if this deal does not go through, Activision should pull everything from Sony. But, <laughs> like, all the exclusive deals and stuff for exclusive maps and things like that. Um, but yeah, I just thought we'd update you on because that was a big story that's been happening for about the last month. Um, I think I think it's a little troublesome what's going on, that there's some consolidation of all this stuff, but I just find it funny that Sony is being as pushed back, like pushing back on this as possible. Um, you would think it would be some of the smaller studios, like EA and stuff. Um, that would be like, yo, you know, we can't compete if they have that too, you know. Um, it's Sony, the one that can compete, um, is the one doing this. But yeah, hopefully uh, the next Call of Duty in November is on Game Pass. And that's that's all I really want. And maybe I'm an asshole for just wanting that. And that, and I want the employees to get rid of, get out from under Bobby Kotick. But yeah, that's uh, that's all in the news um, for this section. But not all the news that happened this week. Um, Lots of news, guys. There was a uh, Nintendo Direct, and I think I gotta pull this up. But um, yeah, so we'll start off. They started off the um, the direct with Pikmin. Um, what are, what are your guys' histories with with Pikmin? Uh, I, I've, I don't remember if, I don't think I've ever played Pikmin, um, but it's always been one of those games where when I would see a Pikmin game come out, I'm like, hmm, I should probably try that. And then I never yeah. have, <laughs> but it was, it was an interesting open opening to the Nintendo direct. It was, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I noticed that they basically added a uh, Fido from Pokemon to Pikmin. Yeah, they, they. I was like, they put a dog in there, so you're yeah, definitely buying it now. That seems like <laughs> that seems like the uh, the Nintendo trick these days is just add a puppy in some form to the game, and then all of a sudden it's like the cutest thing ever. So, yeah, that was my only thought was uh, the Pokemon Fido is also in Pikmin now. He looks almost identical, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw that uh, that question out there mainly as I went to look up all the games that were uh, announced here, <laughs> yeah. but. Um, I think the main thing to talk about, um, you know, to start off with is uh, it looks like, I don't know how much you guys care about this, but it looks like they're finally going to release Advanced Wars 1 and 2, um, which they had delayed because of the Ukraine war. Mm -hmm. um, so it's nice to see that they finally went, well, I guess he's never pulling out of there, so we might as well release this video game. Um, at this point, I think it comes out in April. Um, I didn't play much of the Advanced Wars, but I know there's a there's a following for um, 
for those games, it's pretty strong. So um, that was that was one of the things that was like, oh, when it popped up, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go through some of the other minor uh, stuff here. Um, I don't know what your history is with Samba de Amigo. Um, uh, I didn't. I've never heard of it before. I was assuming it was a new game, so it sounds like it's not a new. No, it, it was on the Wii with maracas. Uh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense because of the whole uh, <laughs> use the what's it called? I can't think of what they're called now. Use the, the little like, yes, thank you. The Joy Cons as your uh, so in some you know silly yes. way to play the game. Remember, if I remember correctly, I believe this is the game, and Tom can correct me. I don't know if you know, uh, but you could do the you know the Wii motes as the maracas, but then they also yeah. sold maracas. Yes. <laughs> Of course they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like um, Donkey Kong with the congas. Yeah. Right. That's so. Funny. Yeah. So it's good to see that they're, um, you know, starting to release uh, those older games as as newer stuff um, because uh, Switch works in sort of the same way that the Wii did um, with that stuff and even better in cases. Um, uh, so, and then also. Um, the game is most intriguing, but I never played the original, like the original game. Um, uh, but uh, the Dead Cells Castlevania thing mm-hmm. looks pretty friggin' cool. It does look cool. Yeah, I gotta say there wasn't a whole lot in this that caught my eye, but no. there yeah. was a couple things. Yeah. Uh, exactly. One was Disney Illusion Island, which to oh, me, okay. to me, yeah. kind of looked like the old. Cast of Illusion, World of Illusion. Yeah. I don't know if they did that on purpose. Yeah, and I think they're using the new art style from the new cartoons. Yes. Um, yeah, they are. They finally gave that pervert Donald pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, they it's gotta about give, time. They, they gotta give all the ducks pants then, because <laughs> none of them wear pants. Yeah, right. um, and, you know, once you become the greatest wizard in Square Enix history, you have to start wearing pants. I, I guess rule. so. <laughs> it comes with the territory. Um, let's see. And there was one other one. I have to f- remember what the hell it was called. Fashion designer. Or no, fashion yeah. dreamer. <laughs> 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 We're thinking the same no, thing. Give me a second. Uh, I got to find yeah. it. So, so the like, other ha- one. Now I can't well, say fashion dreamer. Uh, well, it was the other one for me was Sea of Stars. Yeah, Sea of Stars looks really good. Which one was um, that? I don't remember that so one. So it was, it's an RPG, but it's based on this, like a style of Chrono Trigger and that, like that art style, that play style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made by the people who made Messenger. So it looks pretty damn good. The art style looks great. Um, I mean, that battle style, I, 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 after playing a good amount of Chrono Trigger, I've really grown to enjoy that too. So it'd be interesting to see like a modern take on it. Yeah, <clears throat> that's good. Yeah, um, and, and then we had some. Um, I'll get the uh, the announcements for games that have already come out, expansion pass wise, and then uh, get to you, Jen, for sure. Outside of the big ones, anything that you saw there, um, Splatoon three. Um, I'm interested in what side order is because that looked like now. Now um, I don't know if you guys have seen the games, but it gave me very much Yoko Taro vibes um, in the way the color um, palette of that game. You know, very near Automata. You know, 
uh, look to it. Um, but, you know, for people to love Splatoon, it looks like it was, um, you know, kind of update on things that, that they would probably want there. Um, we have Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, um, which the only thing about this is that it pisses me off that they're bringing all these games up to Switch but have not done Wind Waker or Twilight Princess. Spoilers. They're, they're just <laughs> waiting, Mark. They're just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> they're hyping um, you up. Yeah. And then they announced the final, I think the final courses for uh, Mario Kart Deluxe um, for the upgrade. And then they're going to do Katamari, um, mm-hmm. which should do really, really well. I love um, Katamari. Katamari is good. Um, and then I'll mention one new game. And then again, um, I can't wait to play 10 Police. Um, the, it's the DECA Police. Oh, I was going to say, I, I don't remember that one, but. <laughs> De- DECA means 10. Okay, so I just, see what you're doing there. It just okay. sounds like tent police. Um, I thought you were saying tent police. Or ten. It's in the number ten. I got you. Yeah. I'm here now. <laughs> uh, I was I, I I laughed out loud watching it when it said deck. I'm like, like like ten. Like, yeah. What, like, oh, oh, I could see Japan. Like, there's ten of them in the police force. So the the deck of right, police. Exactly. But there's so like six literal. of them. I'm like, that doesn't like like. Okay, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm actually interested to see what that. Is. But it was just a funny name, um, yeah, and all that. Uh, did anything else stand out to you, Jen? Um, I'm trying to think. I know. So between Samba de Amigo and Fashion Dreamer, I not only felt extremely old, but also very disinterested in those games. And I feel like at one point I would have loved them, which made me depressed. Um, yeah. Okay, Jen. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Pokemon. Yeah, right. True. (laughs) Uh, I thought DECA Police looked ridiculous, and I don't even know what is happening with the trailer. So if you play it, I'll definitely go to you to to see what you think of it. I don't think I'd play it, but I'm just interested at this point to know if it's good, if it's so bad that it's hilariously, you know what I mean? Um, I am interested in that Bayonetta game, the Cereza and the Lost Demon. Looks I good. think it looks gorgeous, and I'm very interested to just try it out. I think I am going to get that one. I've had my eye on that since the Game Awards, when they gave us yeah. a little spoiler of that. Um, and then Harm- Harmony Reverie looks really okay. pretty. Yeah. Um, it sounds, th- I feel like they hinted that it's eventually coming to PC. So uh, It looks like it would be a game that would yeah. make it to PC. They said coming first to the switch something like that so i'm pretty sure i would wait on that one but it looks nice i liked that one um and then one that actually caught my attention and i was surprised because i'm not like currently i used to be a big jrpg fan and i'm not anymore really um but etrian odyssey i think i'm saying that right uh i think i would might like that because obviously you have that first person exploration view but also the whole map drawing thing as you explore I think that's yeah. pretty interesting. Um, and then, of course, it has, you know, the, like the what do you call it? The JRPG, like the battle battling yeah. style and all that. So I, I feel like it's it's unique, but it's also it has some mechanics that are familiar um, yeah. and work well. So I'm, I'm keeping my eye on that one. I want to see if if you guys or anyone that I know plays it and has any thoughts on it. Um, yeah. um, I think. Oh, and then and then I was mad at myself. Because Metroid Prime Remastered, they talked about that. And I can't believe 
that I never played that for the GameCube. Like, I don't know where I was. I guess I was just playing Harvest Moon. I don't know where like, you were either because we played it for Retro Roulette too. I don't think I was. I don't think I did it that episode then because I literally had never. I know I never played that game before. Yeah. So well, now's the time, Jen. Now is yeah. the time. I'm. I was so mad at myself. I'm like, man, this sucks. <laughs> like I, I missed Prime, out on Met- something so cool. Metroid Prime is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you're and they going, shadow drop that too. Yeah, they shadow drop that, and apparently it runs really well and looks really good on the Switch. So if you're gonna play it, oh, I'd that's grab great. That. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So rundown of the other games that were not mentioned um, before we get to well, now the big two because. <laughs> Jump the gun a bit with Prime there. Uh, oh, sorry. No, 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 no. no there's still a bit, there, there's two more big announcements, so we're we're good. Yeah, we're fine. It was just funny that you know I was like, all right, good. We we avoided the three, <laughs> and then you dropped out. I was like, okay, I can see how, um, because I think we both know we all know what the two is. So anyway, um, Professor Layton in the new world of Steam. I really should play the Layton games, um, but have not. Maybe this will be a reason to. Um, Octopath Traveler 2, I fell off that game hard. Um, hopefully, um, maybe this one's better. I hope it doesn't have any connection to the last game. Um, so maybe I can pick it up if it is any good. I might try out the demo um, that's out there. Um, Master Detective Archives Rain Code. Um, uh, Batten Kados, I believe that is. Uh, 1 and 2. I think it's Kados, but Kados. Yeah. Um, uh, Minecraft Legends, uh, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, which actually looks pretty interesting. Um, and we have the expansion pass for Xeno Chronicles and Fire Emblem Engage. Um, Fantasy Life, The Girl Who Steals Time um, is a great title. Fantasy Life is still a thing. <laughs> I, I just really love the title. <laughs> the Girl Who Steals Time. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, 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 Buono or Blanc? Blanca's a C. Blanc. Oh yeah, I liked. I liked yeah. potentially how that looked. Yeah. It's cute. And, uh, I'm surprised uh, Tom didn't mention Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, no, I was more interested in the other one, the uh, <laughs> Illusion yeah. World. Uh, Omega Strikers, um, as I mentioned earlier, Tales of Symphonia, the remaster, um, is coming. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, another group of games that I've heard good things about that never played. Um, baseball Power. Battle Network is weird. I don't. I've yeah. never gotten into that. It's it's like um, yeah. I've I've seen it play like turn based. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been watching um, on Twitch uh, Smite play through it. Um, uh, baseball Power Pros WBSC. Um, uh, Tron Identity, um, which I believe is a Mike Bithell joint. Um, not entirely sure. Um, and uh, have a nice death. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, very interesting. Uh, they This was probably one of the best directs in a while um, in terms of a lot of the games. Like, there was a good spread that somebody could find a group of games that they love in here um, and didn't feel left out. Um, which brings us to the final uh, two announcements. Um, we'll start out with the one that I'm pretty sure... Um, we all knew it was coming um, because of all the rumors and stuff that had been out there um, that this stuff had been ready for a year or more. Uh, but the uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, yeah. The worst kept Amazing. secret of all time. Yeah. 
literally, if you went into the code of the Switch, you saw the uh, emulators already in there from when the Switch was removed. Um, but yeah, um, I like the idea that Game Boy, Game Boy Color sort of works like a Super Game Boy. Um, where you, I think you can switch back and forth with the color um, for some of the games. Um, change palettes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And not the Super Game Boy-esque where you can change the background for some odd reason um, that surrounded the 4x3 screen or whatever. Um, well, you can you can actually shrink the screen. Oh, to make it like the size of the Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, you but, can either do like the mo- the biggest scale to fill the screen or you can do like a min of uh like a 2x smaller than that interesting yeah so some of the games they announced for that look pretty interesting um even some of the original games um that that are that dropped with it um i haven't had the chance to play it uh but they um were some of the games i would want for that uh system but i think the thing that was kind of a surprise a little bit um, was that they also announced Game Boy Advance with this and put that on the expansion tier, um, which shouldn't surprise me too much um, because they needed to add something to that expansion tier because you know they were getting a little dry with the N64 titles um, that they were putting on there, and the Sega stuff has been very limited. Um, so they needed to have something else to get people to buy the expansion um, back there. Um, yeah, I think I think Goldeneye was like the newest thing they've had in a while for the 64 side. Um, but yeah, yeah, Game Boy Advance. Um, I will admit, uh, there's a gap in my Game Boy stuff from original to DS. So yeah, I think G- you guys might have a little more no, knowledge. No. GBA is a big blind spot for me, too. Yeah, same, honestly. It was like yeah. at that very specific time where we stopped playing handheld games. I feel like that's like when we, we GBA came out in what early two thousands. So yeah. yeah, that would have been right around the time I would have either stopped playing handheld games altogether. Cause I know I don't, I'd never even owned a GBA until I was until I still a few years ago, but yeah, yeah, GBA was always a big blind spot for me, even with Pokemon games. Same. Yeah, I went from the Game Boy Color to the DS with Pokemon. I didn't have a GBA. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, let us know on Twitter about <laughs> the Game Boy Advance <laughs> games that you would uh, like to see on there. I'm I excited like somebody... for it. I'm excited obviously, to try it. <laughs> obviously, Super Circuit being on there is great. I would yeah. love to see the F-Zero games get put on there. I think one of them is... One is... Was I... on that... Was that coming soon coming screen soon. i think yeah and yeah. golden sun's going to be on there which is you know apparently something the whole golden sun community has been begging for well really all they need to do is put pokemon on these oh things. my god yes like <laughs> yeah. they're going to dangle that for a while though they're well, they put they're putting trading card game on yeah. that's for game mark board. is that is is that the one that that's the one we played yeah no no i'm just saying is is that like a non game freak um, no, one. it's still Game Freak. Okay, I'm just trying it's, to think of a reason why they would do card game over because it it's not it's not one that they would they can still make money off of. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, yeah, they're I just thought there the, would be like some weird Nintendo reason. Oh, they're gonna do it. the card game and then they're gonna do Pokemon Pinball 
and then they're going to put Pokemon on there. Well, they did put Pokemon Snap out again, so yeah, um, doing everything but the original games. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I'm interested. I might play some Game Boy games maybe tonight or tomorrow. Um, the one, the one weird thing to me is yeah. that they put Super Mario Land Two on it, but not Super Mario Land One. Yeah, yeah. One, it was two is the six golden coins, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I had I had all of them, all three of them. So me too. To yeah. I was trying to remember what two was. But yeah, one's the weird one with the ball, right? Instead of a fire thing, it's like the bouncy ball, like the super ball. I think that's the first one. Where if you get the fire flower, yeah. it gives you like a ball. Yeah, it's um, it's like a super ball that bounces all over the screen. And yeah. you can only shoot one at a time. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I'm happy with um for uh GBA um that uh, you know advanced three is on there. Um so just to see that version of Super Mario three. Well yeah, uh, and I pretty I'm pretty sure they included all of the card reader levels. Okay. Which you can't get anywhere else. The only other place you can the only other place you can get them is on the Wii U version. Yeah. Uh, the Wii U um the hell was that store called that we all used to use the uh, virtual console virtual console yeah yeah so that was the only other place you could get it because otherwise you'd have to actually buy those cards that cost hundreds of dollars now if you want to try to get them in like a package (laughs) that haven't been used insane um yeah so yeah we'll definitely be checking those out um i don't know how much it's going to appeal to younger gamers um those, but it's I don't think not. the yeah. I'm like I don't think the Nintendo Switch Online is meant for younger gamers, <laughs> especially um, especially Game dad games. Mm-hmm. Um, Game so. Boy is like the most dad game thing ever. I don't think <laughs> it, honestly, it's hard for me to go back and play certain Game Boy games if it's not Pokemon or it's not the Super Mario Land games. It's very hard to go back and play Some them. Some of them are rough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just because of the it's hardware just, that they were built for, it right. just wasn't it wasn't designed to be blown up on a TV. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's just it's just the fact that that stuff becoming like dad games um, as we get older. Um, it's it's the downside to having uh, teenage nieces, um, and the sure fact that they let me know that Papa Roach was Dad Rock, and oh God. I wanted to go do what they mentioned in the, one of their songs <laughs> um, after they said that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like you start realizing like what was the thing? It was on TikTok. Sorry for the tangent, but um, where it was like they showed Super Mario Brothers three, and they were like, "What you think came out twenty years ago?" And it's Super Mario three, and it's like, "What actually came out twenty years ago?" And it, it was Double Dash. God, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh God. Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a great video of a girl going, "Oh yeah, so you know the." She hasn't done anything in 20 years. Oh, like the 1970s? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels uh, like. Yeah. So, um, wasn't delaying talking about this. It, that was just a fun uh, tangent. But um, obviously, the big announcement, which they left for last, was they uh, put an official date and all that stuff for um, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, um, which. Looks amazing to me, but I am obviously biased. Um, if we had a camera on his YouTube video, you can see that I'm kind of biased um, to these games. But 
before we get into discussion of the game, I want to let you know, trying to buy the collector's edition is like trying to get a PS5. It that, has been insane. <laughs> um, literally that, things selling out in like two minutes. I didn't even realize you could get it yet. I thought you were talking about a different collector's, and then I went back to what yeah. you said after I watched the direct. Yeah. And I thought they said it's not even available for purchase yet. No, but you have obviously to get you heard it through wrong. the stores. Like, they're not doing it through the Nintendo. Gotcha. You can't get it through Nintendo. You got to get through their, however they call it, their partners, store partners or whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I missed it on Target by, like, a minute. And mm. then Walmart um, kept telling you it was available and then said it was sold out. And then the page disappeared. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's been trying to get, it's been like trying to get a PS5. I sounds, thankfully, sounds like you need, sounds like you need to do the PS5 trick we did yeah. for Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to figure it out. Um, the great thing I did do, um, and this is the way to get into this. Um, I listened to Wario 64, which if anybody has Twitter and is not following Wario 64, go do it now. Go follow Wario 64. Um, he said, Hey. It looks like on the Nintendo listing that they're going to put Legend, they're going to put Tears of the Kingdom up at $69.99, you know, $70. And he goes, well, it looks like the Amazon page still says $59.99, and they mm-hmm. honor pre-orders at whatever price that they have it up for. You might want to go over there and pre-order it That's for awesome. $59.99. So I went and pre-ordered because Amazon doesn't charge you until they ship it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and pre-ordered it for $59.99. So I'm going to save there 10 bucks. Nice. Um, there, so that's why I say if you do not follow Wario64 and you're on Twitter, follow Wario64. Seriously. Uh, yeah. That's uh, so a PSA from your boy Mark. Um, <laughs> so, what do we think about a $70 Switch game? I think it's bullshit that it's $70. <laughs> yes. Craziness. But this is going to be the new standard slowly. Watch. Everyone's going to make their game $69.99. And then eventually it'll be like seventy nine ninety nine is bullshit, and you know, the I wonder fun, what games we'll get up to in our lifetime. The fun thing about this is being someone that had been purchasing video games like pre PlayStation and all that stuff when they, I think they did forty nine ninety nine. Um, for those, I might be wrong, maybe certain games, but that there were select games that were more than the standard price because when they did cartridges. Uh, the cart now you can correct me if I'm wrong, Tom. The carts would be bigger, so therefore it would cost more money. Um, like your chrono triggers and things like that were like 80 bucks. Um, because they uh, uh, there was more memory on them and stuff like that because the games were longer. Um, so you know, doing it for like individual games here and there isn't anything, but yeah, I don't know how unless if this game. Is like a two cartridge game or something insane like that. <laughs> I don't see that happening. No, no. It's like I don't know how you can justify the ten dollars. Like, is it gonna be is it gonna be the same thing where there's more memory cartridge and you can make the chrono trigger excuse? Um, you know, for that, um, the increase. Um, are all games gonna start being $69.99 on Switch, right. or is it just the first parties? Like I could see Nintendo doing that, going, oh, fuck it, they're going to buy it anyway, $69.99. So everybody everybody else up their prices, so why not them? I was going to say, Modern Warfare 2, the remake, was $70, wasn't it? 
Well, it, the one that just came out was not. It was like a whole new game. Um, yeah. It wasn't a, a remake of the original. Um, but yeah, no, those games are all seventy bucks now on Xbox and um, PlayStation. But they are also newer consoles, um, which again, making us feel old. This uh, the Switch is six years old in March, mm-hmm. um, and life cycles are usually between seven to ten years. Uh, for systems, so I don't know why you go to 70 now um, for it when you're probably going to be releasing a new system within the next three years, or at least you know an upgrade to this system. Um, uh, but if you're going to do it, you do it for Zelda and Mario because you know people will still buy it anyway. Um, it's yeah, a good way. I think that's really the reason they did it because they knew people would buy it. Yeah, if Pikmin Four comes out at sixty nine ninety nine, oh God, then you know, you know it's a all across the board decision. Yeah, yeah. But sure. I could see them making the excuse for like Mario and Zelda going. No, we put we put more stuff on here. It's you know mm-hmm. cartridge is more expensive to make, so we had to up the price. And you know you could get a lot of the Nintendo stands um, to do that. But um, controversy aside, I think the game looks pretty good. Um, I love that it looks like it's going to be, and I know a lot of people said this, but it looks like it's going to be Zelda Nuts the Bolts. Um, for those of you that play Banjo Kazooie Nuts the Bolts, um, and the fact that you're going to be able to make vehicles and things yeah. out of out of things in the environment, um, and that arm thing, um, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that. Um, and I'm also intrigued to see. Um, just that one scene makes me think, is that like a flashback or is Zelda dead? That's what I asked Dan when we watched you know. it. I was like, is Zelda dead? Well, <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, hard, you, you, hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it's like, okay. I thought they were going to do, um, you know, have have her be some kind of playable character in this. Um, but we'll see. Um, I, I, I love this world. Um, it's probably my second favorite world. Um, and, uh, you know, I just hope that they make it not, I might be the only one really saying this. I want it to be a little more focused. Um, no, I'm with you there. <laughs> than, than Breath of the Wild was. Not, Breath- it doesn't need to be. What's the term that they use? Um, uh, they use it for Tales games. Uh, doesn't matter. Someone will let me know on Twitter. Where a game is still open world and you can go everywhere, but there's still a focus um, to what you're like. Like it doesn't open with the kill Ganon. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like like the GTA games. Yeah. it's like a closed enclosed sandbox or something. Mm. It's, there's, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the term either, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I think it's like a linear open world or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't need it to be like Tales where it is kind of a or corridor. Sorry. I'm hanging around Ant too much saying those words wrong. Um, <laughs> he does it on purpose, saying raccoon instead of raccoon. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't need it to be that tight, you know, like here's a like Final Fantasy X esque, you know, 
everything's a path. Um, but I want I want their more I want the main quest to be more than four or five things, really. You know, go do the four beasts, which you don't even need to do. Um, and kill Ganon, I think are the main quest, and that's it. Yeah. I think everything else is a side quest. Um so maybe it's just me, but I also thought that the side quests like gave you not nearly enough detail. They're like, oh, you need to do this, this, and this. But yeah, I'm not gonna tell you where it is or when these yeah. things pop up. Like they just it I feel like it just gave you weight not enough detail in the side quests and there was just not enough other stuff to do like there like you said there wasn't enough focus on the main quest either but i mean this game the game is great i'm not i'm not i'm just nitpicking here about stuff that i wasn't thrilled with yeah i feel they could find a middle ground and this might just because i just beat a rise but uh, as i mentioned I think they can find a middle ground between Tales and Breath of the Wild in terms of, you know, making all the world accessible um, and you can stumble anywhere you want, um, but still having a focus. Um, Because the thing with Tales is you can go anywhere you want, uh, but it's like sort of like a a screen system. You got to go through thresholds to get to the next screen. It's not with Breath of the Wild. It's just you can see everything. Um, The old, you see that tower, you can go there. Um, yeah, you know, old Ubisoft thing, but you know, just as long as they have that, um, to where I don't feel like, and maybe it's just me, you know, run around aimlessly for three hours, um, you know, and and as long as I was discovering stuff while running around aimlessly, I think my problem became is that I wouldn't know where I was going and you know, couldn't find things and just. I don't know. It's just they, they need to, you know, rein it in a bit. Not a whole lot, just a bit. Um, and yeah, but besides that, it, it, it still looks amazing. I want to see this is the, the, what somebody told me was that, or made me think about, is that this Zelda is the one that's made for the Switch exclusively because Breath of the Wild was also a Wii U game. Um, yeah. So to see what they can do now that they don't have to make sure it runs on the Wii U, which it yeah. barely ran on the Wii U. But um, yeah, I don't know what you you thought, Jan. There, I'm excited for it. Um, I think the I don't know if this is like has a name in previous Zelda games or just lore in general, but the the real creepy woman looking creature. Um, she was like I think she was like all red. And did like a bend over backwards and her head was upside down. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That part. I don't know if it's like a new enemy working with Ganon or if it's Ganon. I, I don't know. But it looked really cool. And that got me interested. Even just that one part. I was like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> but um, I think it'll be interesting being able to fly around. And like you said, building. It seems like you'll be able to build vehicles or at least, you know, obviously drive them at some point. Um. I think it's going to be nice to get back to a Breath of the Wild-esque game, you know, and continue the story. Because this is a direct continuation of Breath of the Wild, right? It's a sequel, yeah. Yeah, the sequel. So that'll be nice to have, like, a, you know, the sequel to that game, which was so good. But Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes the 
the sequels have worked out when they've done them mm-hmm. for the most part, depending on your opinions on Majora's Mask. Yeah. Um, because uh, A Link Between Worlds might be my third favorite Zelda game. Um, and for obvious reasons for what it's connected to. But normally when they do a continuation, they do a pretty good job of it. Um, you know, technically I think Wind Waker might be a continuation as well. Um, uh, you could yeah. argue both ways. Yeah. Um, but theoretically, from the Hyrule Historia um, that I own, all these games are connected. <laughs> yeah. Technically. Yeah, if you want to get real technical about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could show you an entire page of a book across two pages that shows you what happens if Ganon won and which games are under that umbrella. Damn. <laughs> um, uh, the Zelda timeline. But I think... I think they know that they found a good um, thing with the characters that they had in Breath of the Wild. Like the side characters and the groups and stuff like that. That they could justify a second game instead of just starting from scratch um, with it. And yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Any final thoughts from you guys? Just looking forward to it. Like I said, I got to beat... I gotta beat another Zelda before this one comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking that, forward to it as well. And that is Link Awakening DX. No, yeah. um, <laughs> on on Nintendo Switch Online. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, that is uh, May twelfth. Um, I believe I have my pre-order in, um, so I will definitely be playing it. Whether or not I get the collector's edition. Oh, I also ordered the Amiibo. By the of way. course. Um, just because do. it was Zelda, I saw. I saw the. Uh, I mean, just um, that it was um, Link or Zelda would be the only reason I would order it. The uh, the Skyward Sword one with Lothwing. I was like, fuck that thing, and I wasn't going to get it. Later. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on uh, to our retro roulette game. Yay! We all had a month to play it. Um, so it is Pokemon Leaf Green. Um, uh, it's a remake of the first game, Tom. Technically, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so obviously, I went with I went with Bulbasaur. I forget. It was a month ago. Um, you went with Squirtle. Squirtle. Got it. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, ah. um, because uh, I think I've been playing more Violet than that. Um, but yeah, I. The first thing I liked about it um, was that the old aesthetic of, of, the, of the map and, you know, um, it basically cord, like cut you off. Like, you have to go in a certain direction. So there's um, at least the parts I was at, you have no way of wandering off um, to go to places where Pokemon are too high level for you. Um, the only time that happened is they immediately give you a DPS check. Um, if you go to the left and you fight your rival, um, over there and he destroys you, um, if you're, if you're not ready, which happened to me on stream. Um, so I appreciated that. Um, like I said, I like everything about it, um, that is sort of similar to Violet. There are some things that Violet does that... Uh, I think does better than this. Um, as I mentioned, the shared XP, um, uh, just in you know, in general, the 
Um, I think the customization options, obviously being on the Switch compared to Game Boy, uh, makes a big difference there. So I'm not going to harm it too much with that. But it was it was interesting to see two different types of Pokemon games um, over the last month or so. Um, and me being less of an expert, um, I can keep my comments short here um, because I'd love to see what you guys thought going back to it. Uh, but I, as a, it's the same argument I make with some of the other Nintendo games um, and things is that if you're coming to something for the first time, um, some of these older games are, are tougher to do just because of quality of life stuff um, that newer games have, or, or, or as Jen described it, dumbing it down. Um, and um, I can see why people would prefer even, you know, the remakes of Diamond and Silver or whatever um, that came out, or Arceus or Violet, over going back to, to these uh, Game Boy versions. But um, the floor is yours. I think you guys will have more interesting thoughts. Yeah, I mean, the the biggest thing about these games, Leaf Green and Fire Red, was that they're they're they now look a lot better. They're supposed they have a few uh, quality of life stuff where you can do uh, a lot of it had to do with multiplayer. With you can do wireless trading and battling and stuff like that instead of needing a link cable. Yeah, which is great. Um, something very somewhat forward thinking i guess was that they actually had a female character you could play as that was one of my favorite parts <laughs> i was gonna say i'm sure that was uh awesome for for jen mm-hmm. um and i forget there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of else that was updated i think like team rocket was more involved but other than that it was very much pokemon red and red and blue and mm-hmm. i that's why I like it, because <laughs> it's basically the same game, and I'm I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I mean it. It basically was the first nostalgia trip for people who grew up playing the original Pokemon. I mean, this came out like the generation two generations later, I should say, because you had Game Boy Color and then Game Boy Advance. So, um it gave you that bit of nostalgia while still being the original game was while still while being the original game and giving you new visuals and things like that, which I think is what people always kind of want in these kind of remakes. Jen, I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah, no, I definitely do. Um, Yeah. I think it's interesting because usually when you have, a game series that you like and you find out that the new game is pretty much exactly the same as an older game that you already own, you'd be like, what the heck? But this is a perfect example of it working really well. And they, like you said, they, they improved on some things a little, like made little tweaks. And there was a couple, like there's a couple um, Pokemon that you can only get if you played, you know, these newer versions or they added some exclusives. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, and like you said, there was like, there was a new Island or something where team rock, there was like another team rocket base on this Island, um, in the game and the female character, like you mentioned, which was a nice addition. And I think they made some tweaks to the Pokedex. I don't remember. I, I don't remember offhand exactly what they were, but yeah, it was, it was a nostalgia trip be, you know, going, especially if you went from the game boy to 
the GBA version because then it's like, oh man, this is great. Um, but yeah, I had I had so much fun playing it, and this inspired me because I was on the fence about getting Violet, and this inspired me to get that game because number one, I had the comparison. You know, obviously I remember how to play Pokemon, but it's nice to have both going almost at the same time where I got you know what I loved out of this game, and then I got to experience a newer. Oh, totally different open world style version and i remembered why i liked the older ones better but still it was a lot of fun um the one thing i remember as a kid wondering why they named the red one fire red instead of like thinking of a, a different color because you know you had red and blue and then you had leaf green which is the blue version but then fire red was still red so i was like why didn't they pick another color that was my only, as a kid, my only gripe with it was like, I don't understand why they left it as red. But um, in Japan, it w there was a green version. So that's probably why they did that. Uh, okay. Then that makes sense. But yeah, these are great games. Um, I am looking forward to hopefully them adding these to uh, the Nintendo Switch online eventually for nice. GBA. That would be great. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. Loved every second of it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see Leaf Green Fire Red on the advanced. Um, mm -hmm. just because you have to pay more to play that on the Nintendo Switch online. Um, rather than sticking the Game Boy ones in there. Um yeah. but yeah, yeah. So uh let's get to our scores. Um, unless if there's anything else. I don't have much more to add because baby is still playing his first Pokemon. <laughs> I wanna um, what real quick before we get yeah. to scores. Um how do you feel in the differences between like a Gen One Pokemon versus the newest Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, um, I I kind of like the coming in late and having the variety um, of was I think it was like three hundred or something or more um, that are in this one. I know the highest number I've gotten is like three something um, in Violet. Um, that I found, which I probably wasn't even supposed to find because level 30s. Um, but I, I like the variety more um, in uh, in Violet, um, even though I have to have a chart next to me so that I can memorize which is weak to what. Um, but I think the quality of life thing, correct me if I'm wrong, um, I don't think this is on Leaf Green, um, but in Violet, once you find out that something's super effective, it lets you know that. Yeah, um, on the screen, I didn't and, like that. You don't need to remember it. Yeah, that's yeah. not a thing in in the first. No. Yeah, even in the <laughs> screen and fire red, it's not a thing. For for someone like me that it doesn't have the experience in the games, for sure, it's um, very helpful. It, it's very helpful, especially when there's like at least ten types. Um, there's at least ten, if not more. Yeah, um, I guess if I would have learned them incrementally. Um, you know, it might have been easier to stick in my head, but having so much and some are weak to this, but some are only like lightly weak to this. Um, it was it's nice that they let you know that. Um, but yeah, I think the I think the one thing I do enjoy um about the older games compared to the newer games in terms of the the Pokemon and stuff is I didn't really I don't really like the terrorizing um that Violet does the making it extra strong you know, Pokemon for a short amount of time. Um, thing I like the simplicity um, of the original ones. 
um, over that. But but besides that, and uh, obviously why sacrilege on this podcast, but you know I would prefer um, the stuff in violet over leaf green. I I I mean I I totally get it. Yeah. I totally understand why someone would prefer violet over leaf green or the original red, red, blue, yellow. Um, oh, you'd hate yellow, Mark. Yeah, you you would really hate <laughs> yellow. Being that stuck, was my first one. Being stuck with a Pokemon you didn't choose is mm-hmm. probably the worst thing ever. And an electric type at that. An electric type that sucks in the first <laughs> half of the game. Yep. But yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think that's a good perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have nostalgia goggles because anything that is Gen 1, I'm going to mm-hmm. enjoy more than something newer. Yeah. And that's just because I grew up with it. I mean, yeah. kn- knowing what I have to do, like, I, I know I have to grind all these Pokemon to get them all the same level. I know, I just know that that's a thing. So it doesn't bother me as much. Yeah, I definitely prefer the old school Pokemon designs. Um, I know once you hit a thousand, you're running out of ideas and inspiration, but as adorable as a dog made out of dough is it like, it's, it's weird what they're doing now with designs. Um, so I, I definitely love the old, the old school Pokemon designs too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like there are more, and more like animals. Yeah, now they feel like inanimate objects that are alive somehow. Yeah, like a lot of them. Well, yeah, the the you got a f- goddamn chandelier is a <laughs> right. Pokemon. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'm ready to give a score now, Mark. Yep, we're ready. Okay. Uh, so I'll go first. Um, I'll. I'll. Yeah. I liked it enough. I was gonna. I, I'm. I'm. I'm hovering half a point here. Um, just from the sheer comparison and all that, I will give it a four um, out of five. Um, I was leaning going to three and a half, uh, but I think I think everything that it's meant to do, it does well. Um, even for the uh, you know quality of life or easing up of the difficulty um, that is different between this and Violet. Um, I think the battles make sense. The the story, uh, you know, the story they're telling, at least from what I got through, makes sense. Um, the design of the, the Pokemon are nice. Um, I, I think the only thing that was, like, negative for me, uh, XP thing, was at one point I got stuck, um, and this is just, I guess... Uh, not having uh, experience with these games, um, where I lost four of my five Pokemon, and the fifth one was just the guy that could just play defense and cut an attack. Metapod? Was it a Metapod? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mark, I, I, watching you do that, I was like, maybe I should tell him, yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to let him figure it out. Because <laughs> we all, when we were kids, we all had Metapods that mm-hmm. we didn't realize wouldn't do shit. Metapod yeah. used Harden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know that obviously that's a thing coming from that. It's like a lesson everyone learns. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I feel that if I played the one slightly after this, um, yeah, you know, Emerald, Emerald, and um, what the hell was the other one? Ruby. 
Ruby, yeah. That I feel like those might be in the perfect wheelhouse because I feel like they would have some of the quality of life stuff that I like from the newer games. Not completely, obviously, but uh, the older games do leaf green and all, even with some of the improvements they made, still feel like they're stuck in the late 90s um, with things. Uh, but yeah, four, four out of five for me. Cool. Uh, I'll go. I am giving this game a five out of five because it is one of, I mean, I love obviously Pokemon in general. Um, but this game, like we were saying before, it just, it does it right. Um, it improves on a couple things while keep saying true to what I loved about the original games. Um, I could play the hell out of this and never get bored with it. And, uh, it's just amazing. Like, it's so classic. The music, wandering around, all the amazing original Pokemon. I love it. So, five out of five. Yep. Uh, I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. Just because, you know, it still does some things that Pokemon was known to be annoying. But, uh, I can't help but love it because it's, it, it does the Pokemon thing right. It doesn't over, it doesn't over complicate how many Pokemon you have. It doesn't, you know, it it's also doesn't hold your hand at the same mm-hmm. time. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm good with that. And I, it makes me long for the days of, of the original Pokemon games, <laughs> which, uh, you know, you never know. We might, we might see more remasters like this in the future. You never know. Right. We might get uh super leaf green or whatever the f- <laughs> they're going to call super it. Super leaf green plus. Because they've they've already done it with Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. Um with Omega Ruby and Sapphire. So you never know. They they could do they could do one for leaf green and uh fire red. Yeah. If anyone's going to do it it'll be Nintendo, so. Yeah. It's I mean impossible. that's that's their MO, right? Yeah. Just to, exactly. Just to keep pumping out remakes. Easy <laughs> easy remakes. Yep. So yeah, four and a half out of five for me. Um I highly recommend it if you are looking for a a Pokemon game. If you've never played like the original versions of the Pokemon games and you're looking for something to to try, I think you're better off playing Leaf Green and Fire Red than the originals. Agreed. Uh, Just because they look a lot better and they they play better. So, uh, yeah, if you're if you're coming from, say, you know, x and y and sun and moon give this a shot see what you think i mean it i i would highly recommend emulating it first but uh you know that's just me (laughs) all right so uh tom uh have you dusted off that wheel so we can spin it dusted the wheel off all right let's do it Well, Tom, um, uh, the wheel listens to the podcast. Let, uh, let, let the audience know what we got. So we are playing Grand Theft Auto 3 for the PlayStation 2. I just, you know. There it is. I, I swear that this thing listens to what we're talking <laughs> about. Yeah. It's like, it's like those ad things on Google or whatever. Yeah. That, that listen through the microphone on your computer where you're talking about it and send you an ad for that. Yep. Um, Best thing ever was when uh, 
I was talking about Chili's that I haven't seen a Chili's in a while. And then I got a Chili's ad 10 minutes later. <laughs> on so my scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even think there's any Chili's really in this area. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, I haven't played three since probably it came out. I've played a lot more of four more recently than three. And obviously we played Vice City here. But even before that, I played Vice City and San Andreas. You know, where I haven't been, I, I don't think I've played three since its release. Yeah, three is one of the ones that it was, we never actually played the, the actual game. We just kind of, we would do the get all weapons cheat and just cause mayhem. Yeah. So I'm interested to try to actually play the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. So look for that um, tonight. Um, uh, We'll be streaming that. Um, As I, as I had said on the stream on Saturday uh, with the last of us stream, um, I will probably uh, be putting up a poll. Um, for my next game um, that'll replace Hi-Fi Rush. And then uh, Wise, I'm thinking of doing Friday nights. Um, I don't know. I think Jen was there for this when I announced it, but um, I'm thinking of doing something like Friday night fight nights and trying to uh, put a time on the speed running leaderboard for Mike Tyson's punch out. Um, So, I mean, I've never, full disclosure here, I've never gotten past second bald bull. So we're going to have some fun <laughs> getting to this. But um, like I said, the runs take like 20 to 40 minutes. So I could do one or two a night and we can bullshit. And I will learn the strategies. Um, like I know most of them for the first eight guys. Um, I've learned some new ones watching some people on Twitch. Um, but yeah, it's going to be that, that final circuit um, that I've only beat Soda Popinski like twice. Ever? Um, well, Mark, the the beauty is you can just go to the final the final set yeah. whenever you want. Yeah, we can we can practice. Yeah, uh, but I want to I want to see I want to at least put I want at least put a PB time down uh, for those first seven or eight fights um, through the major circuit through Ball Bowl One. Um, so I have it on the list. I downloaded the thing that they use um, to track it officially. Um, I think I have to figure out a way to make it official if I do eventually run it, like to see if playing it through an emulator counts. Um, or I if I, or I have to run it, yeah, I might have to run it through a special like ROM or, you know, or special emulator or something. Um, but either way, I, I know they tell you to even definitely because Tyson's not in it to avoid the one on the switch, um, because it's, it's, it's like hella laggy. Um, in comparison, but anyway, that'll be our Friday night, and then, uh, like I said, the Mondays, even before Retro Roulette's going forward, um, until the end of the series, I will do a little bit of The Last of Us. Um, this week, um, I would have done that on Saturday because the episode came out when we recorded this on Friday. Um, and then I'll have one other game that I'll do one or two times a week, um, just to play through on the poll here. Um, like I said, the Friday night fight thing, um, it's not a guarantee every week, uh, depending on if there are things we do on Friday nights. Um, you know, still have the work-life balance sort of thing, mm-hmm. or stream-life balance. Uh, so, 
yeah, but I thought that would be a good thing to uh, cool the weekend. Um, you know, so, and Jen, you were still Wednesdays? Yep, still yep. Wednesdays. Yep, and uh, yeah, and then if you don't follow already, which if you're listening to this and have not followed, your your Twitch life with our channel has been really limited. Um, since I think Jen's been the only one streaming consistently on our channel um, for a while until lately. But yeah, um, I, I mean, I this here, I hope with someone going to bed on their own, <laughs> I'm hoping at some point I can come back, even if yeah. it's just. A little, a little while a week. We'll see. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to no, promise. Was, it. I don't want to promise anything. I, I was more also pointing the finger at myself. Um, <laughs> recently, but uh, yeah, yeah. Go follow Roxy Fox. Um, thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. You know, we won't mention the other streamer that that lives in your house. He doesn't need <laughs> to get his ego any bigger. Yeah, after the last episode, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thank you guys for being with us. I'm glad we're not in sick gang gang anymore. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so we will see you all next time. Bye.